I hit the intro, three, two, one, go. All right, and there we go. So, hey, everyone. Happy Friday, officially. Oh, this is the Digital Cash Rundown, episode 149. And joined by the one and only Crypto Blood. How's it going, man? Hey, let me do a little... I brought there my soundboard go. with me. There we go. See, I'm, uh, I'm upgrading the show bit by bit, not through there actual hard work on my end, but by outsourcing, you know? <laughs> so, I outsourced some, you know, razzle-dazzle, what have you. You were, you were just on my show last week. Mm-hmm. Great conversation. I think you won because uh, brave my buddy say on this show, my buddy Tim Pound. <laughs> you know, at the end, it's just I agree. I agree. He was just agreeing with everything you were saying. So hey, Joel's a winner, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Tim Pound. That no, was a great conversation. He had a, he had a lot of good points, and I don't know if he agreed with his own points. That's the that's where it got that's right. where he was like exactly. agreeing with me, but exactly. then saying Nah, bro. Whenever I'd say. <laughs> I didn't quite get where he was coming from, but yeah, I know fine. that's I, ten pound for you. I agree with him too, so let's just go with that. Uh, all right, so before we get started in this stuff, um, uh, I got a shill coin ATM radar for a second because they threw me all a bag. Right, for sure. So uh, here we go. So uh, this podcast is sponsored by Coin ATM Radar. When buying crypto with cash, an ATM is much more reliable and safer than meeting some random person in a random place and getting janked or something um, and unlike an exchange which could freeze your account you can truly own all the crypto you buy with coin atm radar you can find crypto atms and other services where you can buy or sell cryptocurrencies for cash on their website you can search by coin address if the atm supports selling as well as buying and you can also search by geo area like country state city you can also check and compare actual current fees of the different ATMs. So if you want to find out more, go to coinatmradar.com or C-O-I-N-A-T-M-R-A-D-A-R.com. All right. Got that thing out of the way. They um, reached out to me a couple months ago because they tried to sponsor a bigger podcast and they got left on red and then they're just like, well, there's always this guy. Let me <laughs> so, slide over. Let me slide yeah. over this way. I think I'm a little uncensored. Yeah, that, yeah you're right in the middle now. That's, that's exactly where it is. Um, all right, cool. So they, they picked you as last resort, huh, Joel? Yeah, well, uh, they said that they picked it because they kind of like the stuff, like the principles and stuff I stand for, and not the money I could make them because I won't. <laughs> but I just figure, you know, they're just like, well, we're, you know, we tried to do something profitable. It didn't work. So we'll just like do this guy a favor because he, he seems to be struggling out there. So anyway, thank you, Quinny ATM Radar. You've done. Dummy a solid there. All right, let's hit on uh, Justin Sun, everyone's favorite person here. So yeah. Tron announces its Bitcoin Layer 2 s- solution and a roadmap. And blah, 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 make Bitcoin fun again, all this stuff. So I did a space on this on Thursday, yesterday, or on the using this as a jump-off point. And I, <laughs> I have to admit, I did not read the post before then. I was just like, oh, this sounds interesting. Let's just riff on it for a couple hours. And now I've since read it. And I regret reading it because I didn't learn shit. <laughs> like, I don't know if you read it, but what did you? Um, I didn't what did read you the gather post. specifics. I didn't read the post. I read the the article out of. I want to say it was out of Cryptopolitan. Cryptopolitan. Yeah. Mm. So, <clears throat> um, I give them credit for trying. Like, listen, like. 
honestly, and I said this on my stream, a lot of us OGs still use TRX. I use TRX pretty often for their stable coins, USDT. Um, a lot of people still use that as a means of transacting USD or stable coins. So I said to my audience, hey, man, uh, you might just this may be a Hail Mary pass. You just never know in technology which solutions are going to be the ones that are widely adopted and uh, actually scale. So mm. you just never know. I don't like particularly care for Justin Sun and his antics. I think he's an attention whore <laughs> in the in the in the blockchain uh, ecosystem, but you got to give him or his team someone over there, some somebody, the, the blockchain guys. You got to give them credit because they're still around, they're still relevant, they have a decent amount of traction in regards to uh, stablecoin usage on that blockchain. So we'll see what happens, bro. Bitcoin needs to scale. That was the whole conversation and debate I had you on the channel uh, about last week. So, yeah, it, let's see. it definitely does. Yeah, and the thing is, a, it's pretty ambitious though. Three three stage type of uh, yeah you know, strategy. And I can't glean any specifics from this kind of thing. It's just a lot of buzzwords. Um, yes, the thing is, I think I think it's partially you know to to hype up, pump up the token, or whatever kind of thing. Uh, but it's also just kind of like to put his foot there, like like put his foot in the door while they kind of figure out how to how to do it. And, and that so, seems like every yeah. move that he makes is that way. Mm -hmm. It yeah, seems that, to me. I may be wrong. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree with that. It just seems like um, this. Here's the thing about Justin, right? There's a lot of let's just say critical, directly critical things you could say about him. I'm not here to say that. What I am here to say is he knows how to hustle. And yes. that is his superpower, is, is hustle. It's not building a stable, innovative, decentralized blockchain or anything like that. It's not staying away from sketchy shit. No, it's definitely not mm -hmm. that. But it is hustling. He does know how to hustle. And there's something with um, the the second act. So the first act of Tron, well, there's, there's like three acts, right? The first act is, oh, ETH killer. Nah, didn't really go anywhere. Second act was we have a ton of money. We're just going to buy everything. And just like Steam, when they did the whole like Steam takeover. And, and BitTorrent. Yeah, and Poloniex and all that. And that just ended up not, nah, didn't really work out either. But the third act is let's build products and services people want on Tron. <laughs> which, you know, but that ended up being, I think, very successful. I, I'm yeah. very much not paying attention to Tron. I have to say that as a disclaimer. But I do know that the Tether on Tron is one of the most dominant forms of crypto payments on the planet right now. They yeah. really crushed the stablecoin market. And it's crazy, right? A lot of people have built stablecoins, done stablecoin solutions, but that kind of like you know, that kind of a different thinking of just people want to send dollars around. And that's all they want. They don't want to care if it's decentralized, this and that. They don't care if it's whatever. They just want to cheaply transact. And who wants to do that? The develop the developing world, the un mm -hmm. the underbanked world. All those people just go straight to them. Throw you know cheap knockoff. Doesn't care if it's cheap knockoff. Just throw cheap dollar sending capabilities at them, and you'll you'll win. 
And now uh, I can't kind of think the floodgates are sort of open because you went to, you know, Bitcoin, you use it on chain. Then you didn't. Now it's like, well, Lightning is how we'll use it. And then many years go by, Lightning comes out. It ends up being like a steaming pile. <laughs> I think people kind of figured that out in yep. the last few months. They, they finally started to be capitulating. And now they're like, well, but, you know, liquid. And, okay, now when you're doing, like, Lightning is an interconnected network of two-way payment channels. Of literally people have Bitcoin, real Bitcoin, in a multi-sig with another person, and then et cetera, et cetera, and they stitch it together. You can say Lightning is really Bitcoin, kind of. But you can't say that Liquid is Bitcoin. Liquid is just some... It's not even decent, some like centralized, you know, shitcoin network that mm-hmm. the blockstream folks run. And if you're saying that now, um, Justin Sun just like, so you're saying there's a chance. He's just like, why don't I squeak on in here? This mm-hmm. is like permission, tacit permission for me to just go build whatever the hell I want to like scale Bitcoin or whatever. So he's going in there and I'm just going to put this one of those replies things up on the screen. Um, just one laser eyed maxi. Keep your shit coins away from the Bitcoin protocol. It's yeah, like, yeah. Good but luck it's so that. it's so the, the reason why this may be a hail mary pass that's caught is because we never thought that, as you stated, the USDT network or ecosystem on Tron is one of the biggest. Like, where did it come from? Mm-hmm. How did that happen? You didn't see boots on the ground with Tron. Like, they weren't in South Africa, not South Africa, in Tanzania or some. Uh, Cambodia or somewhere in South America, they didn't have boots on the ground. It just happened like organically. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I mean, know? I I would have to actually look into the story of how that's done, but like maybe someone else can do it because I'm already busy. <laughs> but um, it seems like they hustled very very hard, and so I've been sort of thinking about this recently. Last couple months is some one has a huge opportunity to build a Bitcoin denominated something that will work for payments. It will just work. And somehow people will trust it enough that, you know, all right, I I guess I'm not going to get rugged. And so if people can, whoever builds that first is going to win out big. The thing is a lot of people have been waiting for it to be internal to the Bitcoin community where it's like, we're all building on lightning or, Oh, liquid or like, oh, what about some like ZK roll up? There's a, they're doing roll ups on Bitcoin and like oh, all this other stuff, whatever else happens. People are just waiting for that solution. But in the meantime, the rest of the crypto space that has had not Bitcoin's problems. What if they can just take, you know, the whole Patrick Star like, well, if you just take the Bitcoin and put it over here where it already works and it's it's kind of the super obvious Kind of, it's almost like it's the ends of the bell curve, right? It's not the center. It's the, the idiots and the right, geniuses. Right. And uh, Justin Sun's somewhere between <laughs> both of those. And so the the everyone else is too in the middle of the, the bell curve to jump on this obvious thing. And he's at probably the genius side, maybe on the idiot side, but who knows? And he's already getting in there and everyone else is just, just kind of lagging behind. I mean, it may be a, a, a perfect storm for him in, mm-hmm. in the Tron community. Uh, we saw Ethereum try to attempt that mm-hmm. with their rapid BTC and 
It's done very I mean, well. It's done well, but I mean, the fees are more than Bitcoin, if I'm not mistaken. When you're in in, in yeah. some instances, so, like <laughs> yeah, it's it just like wait a minute, <laughs> yo, dog. I heard you like paying fees, so I get to, you got to somehow pay more fees while you're paying fees on your Bitcoin. It's, it just made it worse. It made it worse. I mean, mm. yeah, whatever. So again, you may have a perfect storm here, mm -hmm. Joel, of uh, Tron actually doing something tangible. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing that I think um, the mark, the free market waits for no man. And right, what we've seen right. with like Bitcoin, Bitcoin is the one that has been the most resilient to that because. They've fallen behind in some things, but mm -hmm. because of the strength of that initial, you know, this is the digital goal that will survive and protect us against inflation. That has been unassailed. That's still there. Because of yes. that, they still stay there. But Ethereum doesn't have that. And so, like, Ethereum thinks they have the luxury to do all the, the nonsense of, like, well, we'll just scale through a million L2s, which are really separate L1s and... All that nonsense, they're, while they're doing all that, stuff like Solana and now Tron are really keep creeping up on their market share. But now the same yeah. thing is finally going to happen to Bitcoin, where all the Bitcoin L2s or uh, you know, maxi approved by the 10 podcasters in charge or whatever it is, all that stuff is going to have to compete with other chains that don't have to do anything other than convince people that uh, whatever BTC is worth one BTC. Right, right. So you may literally have an, a mass exodus. I could see that where literally there's no activity on the main chain of Bitcoin. It's just like a dead land landfill of just <laughs> Satoshis sitting there, you know, because everything has mm -hmm. been bridged over to uh, better solutions. So it's probably what's going to have to happen. But then you have to ask yourself, OK, well, if there's no activity, then how do the. Where do the miners come in play with this? Where's the economic incentive for them to continue to? It's just, there are a lot of unknowns and a lot of questions mm -hmm. that I have in that in that world. Yeah, it'll be um, L two balancing is pretty much it. Where it'll be like let's just say a fifth of the trans of the the supply will be on the Tron stablecoins in the, that pool another fifth here will all be there and then every time it's like one is super successful and there's not enough wrapped bitcoin on this thing then someone's going to unbridge from something not being used and then just migrate it to what's being used and then that's going to spike fees and all that kind of stuff and if it happens constantly enough that'll be the entirety of the bitcoin blockchain <laughs> network is just migrating the from these pools yeah right yeah. and it, it's kind of funny because mean. um the the maximalist it's kind of funny because bitcoin maximalists have the whole ethos of that is we win bitcoin wins everyone else loses kind of thing and in a weird twist of fate which no one really expected they're winning and losing at the same time oh I there you go round of applause yeah i and it, that it's also like to the detriment of their detractors right people don't like that they want them to lose but they're not losing because bitcoin's doing quite well right the price is going up 
Um, it's being adopted by all these institutions, things like that. But then the whole carefully constructed maximalist narrative of, oh, it's going to be used for this and we can do that. Ordinals was the first runaway thing that just hit them and they just can't stop it. It's just there. Sorry. You're, you can filter, add the filter, whatever. It's not going to work. And so when you lose control of the narrative, now the next thing is going to be, hey, everyone's going to do this Tron stuff to do. And it's not real. Okay. Too bad. You already lost with the ordinals. You're not going to be able to contain this. So you so, don't think yeah. they're – I have a question. I want to interject. Um, yeah. you, you clearly know more than I do on this subject. So they're, they're not um, – them filtering out ordinals and inscriptions aren't going to work? No, I don't think so. Now, the nuance in all that is, um, first off, people can do ordinals and stuff. Also, that's most of the money for transaction fees. Now, there's a weird... The, anyone who's read the Bitcoin white paper or just basically knows how Bitcoin was supposed to work is the 21 million coins get created every four years there's a halving, the, the block reward goes down. Over time, fee revenue is supposed to overtake inflation, new coin creation. And right. it's either per transaction that has to go up or the total numbers of transactions have to go up. Number two is not happening anytime soon. But number one, people just won't pay more than a couple bucks for a Bitcoin transaction usually. It's just, that's it. But they will if they're stitching some, some monkey JPEGs together, apparently. And so that's where Ordinals has actually been like making big money for the miners and for things like that. And so it's hard to just say no to a big bucket of money. So gotcha. it's hard, and then it's like whenever you start Makes talking sense. about the filtering and like Jack Dorsey threw a ton of money behind this this um, ocean pool project, and they've started to try to filter ordinals, but then everyone has left that mining pool, and it's just it's a big circus. But ordinals are still hitting the chain, and they're still paying the bills. Bitcoin magazines shilling them now. All the maxis don't like them anymore, and like it's just it's been crazy. And so. I think that um, because I, think, I think, yeah. uh, what, what are the there's a proposal that's going to go through, right? Uh, BIP, I don't know what number it is mm -hmm. that's going to get rid of them or attempt to. Yeah, and it's coming up. I'm doing some research on it, but we'll see how first, that happens. First of all, I have heard from a few different people. Again, I'm, this is other people's research. I have not done my own uh, that it wouldn't really work. It would just prevent them from being made the way they are now, but you could still find other ways of making them on chain. You can't stop it. And, but also I'm just skeptical that people would make such changes to the protocol at this stage, especially when it cuts out a bunch of money today. At least if you cap the block size, you're like, well, you know, the money, the transaction revenue isn't there today. Or, well, but then people throw money at lightning. That's a good way to make money. Here, it's just you just cutting out money. <laughs> and so that's always hard. It's always hard to bet against, you know, profits and money. So I don't know how it's going to go, but I, I think it's going to be there to stay. And I guess the point is once they've lost their ability to say, don't do that with ordinals, when people start bridging to Tron, they can't, they won't be able to do anything <laughs> either. So that'll be fun. Wow. Yeah, what a what a freaking world. Um, let's know, get on right? this this Kraken thing. 
Um, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, so just posting the, the Kraken notice that got shared. That says, hello, whoever. Uh, regulations in the UK require that we maintain up-to-date information about our clients and their activity regarding self-custody wallets. Now, the rest just doesn't even matter after this point, but that one thing says regulations in the UK require that we maintain up-to-date information about our clients and their activity regarding self-custody wallets. Why the hell is the UK government saying if you sell someone crypto, you have to track how they use it off-platform, not in your business at all? That is just wild. And so it says, please answer the following questions. Please confirm that you own or are in control of the self-custody wallets that you are sending and receiving from. Why would you send or receive to them if you're not in control of them? That's, that's insane. Also, none of your damn business. And if you do not own What if them, it's a mixer? What if it's... Like, how, yeah. how are you supposed to know? Yeah, I mean... Or if it's like... Just saying, oh, I own all these places where they go. Well, what happens if you tell them that and then you move to a different wallet that isn't as doxed and then they're like well do we need to know this one too and so they just say this process one smoothly if you do not receive response we will have to place a lock on your account until we obtain the information we requested so that's pretty nuts um yeah i'll let you rant on this for a little bit while i the no, way to phrasing it. <laughs> I, I just that's that's crazy, bro. And you know, it's just going to get to a point in time where people are going to have to decide: do 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 I want to break the rules? At what point are rules not uh, morally standing? You know, be, just because it's a rule doesn't mean that it is moral. Mm -hmm. Um. And so I think we'll be getting to that point in the next five to 10 years. A lot of people will just, just decide to break the rules and, and not cave to the powers that be. There's no way I'm going to tell you voluntarily where my coins are coming from. And if I have any, uh, <laughs> any self-custody wallets, use your yeah. trillion dollar machine algo to find out, you know, and then I'll mm -hmm. still deny it. There's no way they can ever, Joel, if you think about it, there's yes. no way they could ever prove it. Uh, you can't prove it 100% for sure. Because uh, this whole thing did come out, which, by the way, there, there have been these, this lie, I think it's related to, the, to FinCEN's travel rule, if I, if I remember correctly. But this was a whole thing uh, a few, a year ago or so, uh, because part of this whole rule thing says you have to in order to withdraw from exchanges you have to prove ownership of the address where you left and so you basically have to sign in your trezor or whatever a message saying i you know insert name own this address and i remember that some wallets i believe trezor was one of them but edge was also one of these kind of companies that was trying to get in on this uh started there was some sort of a, a tool that would allow you to just auto sign and just say, yep, that's me kind of thing. And people mm. got freaked out. And that, I forget what the, the acronym was for that. In fact, I should probably just look I that up. I remember that. And uh, I remember because, and I had, um, I had a 
Paul Poy of Edge, who, by the way, if anyone doesn't, if anyone believes he's not on the right side of history, like that, he's one of the best dudes in the whole space as far as um, most pro freedom, you know, the most real OG, all that kind of stuff. But he was, he just said, look, the, the lies, it was the AOPP, that's what it was. Um, and said, basically, um, basically his point of view was, this is a law anyway. This makes it super easy for you to do this. And by making it easy for you to comply in this way, it will encourage self-custody uh, because they, instead of people saying, I'm just going to keep it on exchange. And, you know, that is a good point. But I guess the point is, this is an insane place we've arrived at where this is kind yes. of a thing. Yes, I, I agree. I cannot believe um yes and now <laughs> wow yeah I, now, I didn't uh didn't i didn't connect the dots like that that's for sure going to be the future this is a funny if you want to exit if you want to exit to um fiat in the united states you'll have to exit from a whitelisted address probably that will i mean the uk to begin with and then before we know it um other things now i will put up on the screen this Back in February 6th, when Binance announced it was delisting Monero, and Monero said, Monero will never compromise on privacy, blah, blah, blah. Kraken responded saying privacy is not a crime. And it's like, okay, interesting. Good for you, Kraken. However, first of all, your hand there's a lot of virtue signaling for someone whose hands are tied. Clearly, because of this whole thing, you can get the same Kraken. But also, I don't believe you can trade Monero in the UK on Kraken. I believe they delisted it. They, did, I believe, while Kraken was virtuous, again, I'm going to sound like I'm talking shit about Kraken, and I'm not. I think they're, they have the best of intentions. But while they're virtue signaling about, we're not delisting in the US, they already delisted Monero somewhere else. Not because they wanted to, because they were compelled to by regulators. It's so, you know, I mean, if you're waiting for a centralized exchange to save you, you're going to have a bad time. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. This is interesting times, bro. Would have never thought this five years ago. Never yeah. would have thought this five years ago. Yeah. To a certain extent, there's like canaries in coal mines. That's definitely a canary. We're definitely seeing centralized exchanges are getting harder and harder to, to operate like this. It's interesting, though, that non-custodial fiat on-ramps and stuff like that don't always require full KYC up to a certain amount. So, like, for example, Topper, which is an uphold-operated service, you can buy crypto with a credit card up to 2500 USD without giving your ID. And it's it's then after that you do have to you do have to give your name and address and you know KYC light or whatever. But it's like kind of like like ATMs, like buying from an ATM where you don't always have to give your ID for lower amounts because it's a custodial thing. So for me, the real canary in the coal mine is when those kinds of services start to do this stuff. Where what do you want to go buy from like Changely and their little credit card option or whatever? When you want to do that. And then it just says, please sign with the transaction to prove that you, this legal person, own. Yep. When that happens, I'm going to get worried. That's when I get really worried. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, it's, no. It's, this. it's coming. I mean, yeah. it, the fence, it just closes in tighter mm -hmm. and tighter and tighter. That's why we have to have some some level, some line in the sand where we we stop it all. All the surveillance, all of I mean, it's too 
but I think we've gone too far. We're past that. But we should have said, nope, we're not going any further than this mm-hmm. with our privacy. Because it, it, just like taxes, they always increase. I've, rarely do you see taxes decrease. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah, you definitely don't across the board, you know. Um, I wonder, the real thing is once, it's always like, it's hard, it's money and power. And for the longest time, crypto has been on the wrong side of the money and power equation. Uh, what needs to change is for people with money and power to start getting into crypto to where they're like, oh, hang, hang on a second. Because if politicians have to declare all their crypto all the time, for example, they're not going to like that as much anymore. If they can't, you know, set it to Ukraine or wherever they're doing with it, you know, they can't do that. If they start to be restricted, they're going to be like, well, let's have some reasonable restrictions. Or if, uh, if they are big investors in a company like Coinbase or Kraken or something like that, and then these regulations are going to just kill their business. Then all of a sudden they're like, Hey, you know, man, you're going to damage Nancy Pelosi's portfolio here. We can't, we can't have that. And then, right. then that's when you start to see some, some kind of thing. So yeah, I guess the, the only way way out is through, right? The only way through is just right. Keep growing. Yeah. Um, on, speaking of the politician stuff, by the way, um, I thought this Bitcoin magazine thing was interesting or where um, they're they're breaking. Elizabeth Warren signs a certificate to honor Bitcoin creator Satoshi Nakamoto with a ceremonial flag flying. Americans are forever grateful. And so there's ba- basically there's going to be a ceremonial flag flying over the U.S. Capitol that says in honor of Satoshi Nakamoto and it's signed Elizabeth Warren. And Hilarious. The the context behind it, right? Which um, Aubrey Strobel posted that. She says, for people confused, you just need to make a small donation for a flag to fly over the, the U.S. Capitol. You have to be a constituent of that representative senator, however. Members of Congress can request flags to be flown over the Capitol to commemorate special occasions, honor individuals, or celebrate events, etc. After it's flown, a flag is sent to the requester along with a certificate of authenticity noting the date it was flown and the occasion. So either Elizabeth Warren knew what she was signing and agrees with the following, probably not, Probably not. Or didn't, and one of her aides signed it. Either way, it's yeah. brilliant. It's probably, it's probably the latter. Right? Yeah, yeah. Can you can you imagine her being like, "All right, fine, I'll sign this Satoshi thing." Like, not at all. Not at all. That aide is going to get fired when she finds out. Probably. Um, <laughs> if th- that aide better like pretend that they never did anything. Just be like, "Oh, it wasn't me. It was someone else." And. <laughs> The funny thing about this is, you know, let's go back, goes back to the whole like clown show kind of thing about where we're at. Uh, just this last week, I believe, um, a piece of legislation in the state of New Hampshire passed by one vote. And that it was very surprising it passed by one vote because it was almost entirely, it was like a split 50 50 House. The Republicans all voted for it. The Democrats, except for one, all voted against it. I was like, oh, wow, well, what's different with this one? Turns out they, they fucked up. They made a mistake, and it passed by one vote because they were like, what, what are we doing here? And just pressed the wrong button. And it's like, 
Yeah. Uh, apparently that happens at the highest order, you know, of government too. That's just like the SEC getting their, uh, their X account hacked. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Uh, what other, um, politician a did something embarrassing. I can't remember off the top of my head. I mean, there's the, it happens, it happens often. There's that tape in the, um, in the congressional chambers there that the getting jiggy with it, you know, there's that whole thing. There's a lot of, it happens constantly just, you know, without end kind of thing. Um, but it is interesting because crypto is turning in, has turned into this weird sort of a political ish item in, you know, the U S where it's sort of like a political football but it's not like an R versus D thing either. It's just, it's kind of outside of that. And it is weird that Elizabeth Warren, who's always like the anti-bankster person, supposedly, mm-hmm. um, decided to do the oh, crypto, anti-crypto army and just go like super hardcore against this stuff and pro-banks. And it's just like being like old man yells at internet. Like at some point, this is going to be everywhere, but then where does that leave you? It's just kind of like Peter Schiff, right? I think Peter Schiff um, screwed up by deciding to go so hard against crypto. And now he's kind of stuck. Now he has nothing to do but to just talk talk shit about Bitcoin all the time. And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, I'm sure he'd rather just be over it and just let the new tech be. But he can't. Nope. Yeah. Nope, not at all. Uh, do you think personally that Peter Schiff's ever going to turn around? No, <laughs> bro. I've watched him for ten years now. Eleven going on eleven years. This mm-hmm. uh, next month. No, it's no way. You you don't hold out this long and then bend. Uh, he he's past that point. He's going to go to the grave. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if there's because he has said when pressed some sort of um positive things on the tech of crypto but he just doesn't like bitcoin itself and so i wonder if he's gonna maybe he's gonna be like an eth or a tron maxi in the future where like this just... <laughs> that's funny um the thing about him and any anyone else like at this point who hasn't jumped on the bandwagon they're not because you know peter schiff is more of a wall street tradfi guy mm-hmm. right i mean he's he's precious metals but this is still under the realm of trap trap and wall street and to see a spot etf even the uh, futures etf when that happened that should have convinced everyone who were naysayers that this is not some uh, magical internet money anymore it's not that it's real it's been financialized so to see him or anyone who's doubting it still to this day after a spot etf has been launched by mm-hmm. the biggest financial institutions out there no they're never going to switch (laughs) if they haven't by now yeah probably never going to switch um the thing is at some point like the free market wins out at some point you run out of boomers to sell gold to and yeah what's the next thing you sell because you can't just sell custodial gold like there's something there's gotta be something else who knows? Maybe he just retires and then, you know, you just never hear from him again because he's retired. Maybe he goes into political commentary, maybe whatever. 
Uh, but the thing with Elizabeth Warren is kind of interesting because she staked her whole reputation kind of on this crypto stuff, on being an antagonist. And she might get her way, which would really suck, and get all these crackdowns on everything. I don't think so. But then right. she's going to be like the the critic. I mean, I the thing is, it is easy to be... It's like being an Elon Musk critic. Like, first of all, there, there's legit stuff to criticize here and there. But also, it just... He's the bigger he gets, the you never look like an idiot for criticizing him. You can always be that little chihuahua nipping at his heels. You can always be like, this sucks, this sucks. So Yeah, overall, I'm very pleased with uh, Elon Musk. Very pleased with the... Uh, he, he deserves a Nobel, actually. Mm-hmm. I hope he uh, gets one one day. Yeah. Um, what do you think about him in crypto, specifically? Because that kind of... The crypto community loved him in the beginning. And then he said something about he sold his Bitcoin and the Bitcoiners never forgave him for that. And then the Doge people just love him because he, he gave the project life again. And Man, then... I would have never thought all those years ago I was mining Doge, millions of Doge a week that uh, or maybe even a day. I can't remember, man. It was, it was so cheap and easy to mine. Um, never would have thought in a million years Elon Musk would be shilling Dogecoin. How the man, the good God, didn't see that in the Simpsons episode. Yeah. Um, what? But you were asking me. What you were asking yeah. me? What do I think about him? Or I, I, you broke. You kind of broke up there. Sorry, him with crypto. What do you think? Oh, with crypto. He's gonna do with crypto. He's gonna implement it into his X platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Doge is gonna be the first one. So, so you know, do you really think? Do you really think Doge is going to be the first one, or do you think? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. don't know. Doge don't... is a is a is a inflationary currency, so it, it'll be great for tips and you know just exchanging one value of something with another. Mm-hmm. You won't have to worry about necessarily uh, hoarding it or, or attempting to hoard it. Mm-hmm. Basically, money velocity on that coin will never be an issue. Yeah, because there's always, always new issuance of Dogecoin. So, it's a perfect. It's the perfect uh, money. Mm-hmm. You know, for that, for 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 you know, commerce and stuff. So, yeah, probably the the more I I would say the more likely thing is that they enable like a basket of cryptos kind of like a coinbase wallet type thing just like the bitpay six or whatever it is you know just a and then doge is probably going to be on there it could be mm-hmm. and then just by the fact that doge is on there doge is like if you put bitcoin bitcoin cash litecoin dogecoin ethereum and maybe solana let's just say just just guessing right you put those six on there Mm-hmm. Only Doge is gonna pump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, 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 right. For some exactly. reason, even though they're all yeah, on. No, there. I I agree. It won't be just Doge when they launch. It will be a basket mm-hmm. of them. I agree. I agree with that. But as you stated, Doge will do outperform all the others. Now the other ones may do well, but Doge will outperform the other basket of cryptocurrencies for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when he Elon made Doge the logo of Twitter for a yeah. day? Yeah. Like, come on, I, man. 
it, it's a shoe in. We we know that's coming, man. That when the payment system gets up and running, that is definitely going to be on there. Yeah, they might bring back the um, the Doge logo for. It might just be the Doge logo for the payments button, even though you can send other right. coins. The right. funniest thing would be if it was Doge logo and no Doge supported thing, because <laughs> Doge would still pump. It doesn't matter, but <laughs> right. The, just kind of how the thing works. One thing that's interesting, I did sort of dig up. Um, he did post a while back because someone, there's some scam token around about um, the XAI or whatever. And he did say, to be super clear, none of my companies will ever create a crypto token. And that was back in November. He said that. So, I mean, I guess he has enough money. I believe him. <laughs> yeah, he has enough money already. He doesn't need to to do another, you know, token like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think he needs to do that, man. I think he's all behind, and that, that's a more equitable and fair way to do it for him just to pick a a coin that's already mm-hmm. in in circulation, so it doesn't look like he's the rich trying to trying to get richer. In this, in a sense, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they're going to create one. They're going to go with Doge as the official cryptocurrency of X. Yeah, uh, what thing it, it is interesting to see is uh, you keep on say, seeing all the stuff about the financial licenses and stuff. About mm-hmm. X has obtained a payment license in this right. state and that state. Um, obviously, the most difficult state is New York. Learning- and I've been learning this lately. I always knew is the most difficult state, but uh, apparently, for there's something with if you want to sell crypto, mm-hmm. if it's not a bit licensed coin, bit licensed approved coin, you can mm-hmm. sell it in any state that's not New York. But if you want to be like a payments provider, like a like a point of sale gateway, like a BitPay or something like that, you need New York. You can't just be like, well, it works in the 49 states, just not this one. It's just like, nope. It's that oh, wow. one. It's so I didn't know that. It's it's kind of an incredible incredible little cartel there because um, from my understanding, the person who the regulator who drafted and implemented the bit license now has a law firm that specializes in getting companies and tokens bit license approved, and just like that one little piece of the puzzle makes it so hard to get things get things through it. So that's like the, yeah, that's a pretty. Doesn't surprise me. Doesn't yeah. surprise me. Just the way that, the way it works, unfortunately. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do you have any, first random question, maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you use stuff like MetaMask and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, did I ever give you one of my NFTs? No, we talked about that. No, you got you to gotta send me one. All right. Well, I'll do the official little. Um, thingy then i i used to try to do this for everything and then so many of my guests were like crypto boomers and just didn't care it's like sort of stopped but um, gotcha yeah for sure is it on the eth or what what network is it? i use polygon Polygon. okay i mean there's better things i could use there's worse things i could use whatever i didn't realize there'd be a million l2s after that i thought polygon is the one but um, anyway everyone who comes on the show i do offer them if they want to take it to do a little you know, digital cash renowned guest NFT. Um, I do have some that I sell. I don't sell this one. This is proof of work only, right? And so it just gets you into my Discord. I have a little 
token gating kind of thing. If you have the NFT, you can get in. If you sell it or get nice. rid of it, it just kicks you out. And then nice. you can just jump in the super chat and, you know, it's kind of like the, the, the super chat membership thing. So gotcha. you know, it's a little rudimentary tech right now, but I figured I wanted to try it out and be part of it just so I could better understand the um, utility of NFT stuff. And mm -hmm. yeah, now I'm kind of get I kind of get where that's yeah, that, going. That'll be the future. It won't be the PFPs they call them, just for the sake of having one, an image. Yeah, you know the utility aspect is what really is about the power is. You know. Yeah. Well, just make sure you send me your your Matic address at some point. Sure I'll, will. I'll get one of those over to you. Um, so anyway, we hit the port the part of the show. Just we're wrapping up. It's chill o'clock. Mm -hmm. Did you see the time? It's chill o'clock. I need a little, just like you, I need a little soundboard for a yes. chill o'clock sound for that. You know, yes, maybe the indeed. error. The, right, whatever. right. <laughs> uh, so what do you want to shill other than your, your Twitter account or whatever? Um, oh, Man, that's a good one. I mean, uh, I do I have the algorithm, Bloodalytics, so people can check out bloodalytics.com. A uh, set of uh, signals for trading, actively mm -hmm. trading. Um, that's always available. So check that one out for sure. Shout out to, I don't know how you say that name. Cy Clotaire? Oh, Sylvan. Yeah. Oh, Sil Sylvan is okay. his name. Yeah, he's been on the show Sil before. He's a good Sil Clotaire. Mm -hmm. Shout out to him. Thanks for joining. Yeah, man. And my YouTube channel, of course, Crypto Blood, uh, youtube.com slash Crypto Blood. You can check me out there. Mm -hmm. And I'm most active on Twitter. So that's where you can really engage with me. And I'm always throwing out some political stuff, most likely. <laughs> that's what's going on right now. So you'll hear me ranting about that. Yes, of course. Twitter's the best place for shit posting in the world. Mm -hmm. That's why we have it. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for watching. It's been a fun yes. show today. Very um, good. Very good. Go check out the um, Monero giveaway that you missed. Yes. And Next week, though, that's another shill. Come join. Next week. Is it going to be Monero chat? or something else? We're going to do... Um, God, I just, I just forgot which one we're going to do. It's another coin. I'm doing a different coin next week. Come by and check it out. Super Chats and members are eligible. Fun. Get it. Get another reason to get on that. All right. Well, mm -hmm. everyone, thanks for watching. Have a great week. Um, taxation is theft. Your phone is spying on you. And fiat's a scam. Never forget all that stuff. All right. Bye-bye, guys. Go. <laughs>